definitely jesus loves us too much he loves us too much too much oh he loves us a great deal today and we bless god for that love today this is your episode this week of where fair this is your eighth episode where fair and we bless god and i am your host uh, apostle and carla wally uh to my americans i'd like to say thank you so much for listening in and for uh sp- helping us share and spread the gospel of jesus christ uh thank you we thank you americans we thank you for to my american family we thank you so much for being um a part of this spreading the gospel of jesus christ and a part of listening and and just helping us um be better people and be better christians and be better uh saints of god to my nigerian family i want to say to you a call song i want to say to you asheon ami christi today and i want to say to you pele um i have my uh niece here with me and she is going to help me where i uh where i need am in neglect as being able to uh, properly dictate my niece is here with me and she is uh would like to greet our nigerian family abigail you have the floor dear Compliment of the season to everyone. Amen. And again, again, Happy New Year. Thank you, my beautiful niece, for that lovely greeting. Uh, why I have you online with me today? Um, of course, um, people say, uh, well, I, I haven't even given it to you yet. Um, our topic today is, I like your attitude, but how are you feeling? And in saying that, so today, uh, I just have, while well, I have my niece online, I have a quick question for her. Uh, Abigail, dear, can you hear me? Ma? Yes. What type of attitude do you believe that Christians should have? First of all, first of all, wait, wait, wait. What is attitude? What does attitude mean? Attitude is a human behavior or character. All right. Beautifully, beautifully said. Attitude is a human behavior or character. And if we look it up in Webster, for those of you listening today, we'll find that attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. It is typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you, my dear niece. Uh, Now let me ask you, what type of attitude do you think Christians should have? What type of attitude do you believe that Christians should have? A Christian, a Christian should have the love of God. In showing this, he must be able to help others. A Christian must also be forgiving, like forgiving the people that offended him. A Christian must be 
fish. A Christian can be angry sometimes, but not mad at all times. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. And those indeed, I believe, my dear, that you have well said. I believe, my dear, that you have well said. We appreciate you. Your auntie me appreciates you very well for helping out in the show today. God bless you. And now, if our audience will give us just a few minutes, we will be coming back into the ministry uh, shortly. Yes, indeed, and we do know that Jesus is simply amazing, and we all strive, would like to strive um, to be a more amazing like him. So we're going to go ahead and get into the ministry portion of the show today, and today's title is, I like your attitude, but how are you feeling? And if we can emphasize that, we would say, how are you really feeling? How are you feeling today? And so today, of course, as we have already stated, we're going to be talking about attitude. We're going to be talking about attitude. And as we, um, of course, our lovely niece helped us, but as we stated before our small break, that Wester defines attitude as a subtle way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. It is typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. All right, so today we're talking about attitude and we're talking about it. We want to highlight and specify the real Christian attitude that we should be possessing as saints of God, those of us, anyone that call themselves Christian. Now we know there are some that call themselves Christian that don't even embark to have a personal relationship with God. And those are two different things. But I... I ask you, I beg you today, if you are calling yourself Christian, even if you say, I have now set myself on a path to become a, you know, to build a true relationship with God, well, you call yourself Christian. So today, this is for you. This is also for you. I am not born again, but I call myself Christian. This is also for you today. Okay, uh, we are talking about the real Christian attitude and what it means and what your attitude should be when you call yourself Christian. Now, today we're going to be talking about attitude in two parts. We will be talking about attitude as it applies to having a bad attitude. Okay, a bad attitude. And I'll tell you what we're going to name this bad attitude uh, in just a second. Okay, and then we're going to be talking about attitude as it refers to a good attitude, having a good attitude. Okay, and I'll tell you what we're going to call that in just a second. So, again, we're talking about attitude, 
We're talking about it in the respect as the real Christian attitude that we should have as things of God, as people of God. Right. And so if we're talking about it in that tense, we're going to talk about it in two parts. We're going to talk about it as it applies to having a bad attitude. What represents a bad Christian attitude? What represents a good Christian attitude? So the bad attitude, we're going to call that as it applies to the real Christian attitude or the attitude of godly people or people that call themselves Christian. We are going to call that today Christian pretense attitude we're going to call it the christian pretense attitude and that represents a bad attitude okay we have called it the christian pretense attitude on our show okay follow with us today okay it's a it's a representative of a bad attitude a bad christian attitude a bad attitude for those that say that they are christian it is a christian pretense Okay, that's when for short you're going to take the word attitude off. It's a Christian pretense. Now let's go to the good attitude. Okay, so the good attitude we're going to refer to that is the attitude of a disciple of Christ. And what I have said is tracking, is tracking Jesus. So this is the attitude that's tracking Jesus. As a, you know, oftentimes when I teach in my profession, what we would tell the kids, are you tracking me? That means, are you following me? Are you with me precept upon precept? Are you doing your best? You know, so we're going to call that attitude, the good attitude, one that's tracking discipleship. Okay, so we've got a Christian pretense attitude, which is which is uh, representative of a bad Christian attitude. And then we've got a, uh, we have a uh, disciple, a, a tracking discipleship attitude, which is representative of a good Christian attitude. Now, first, what I want you guys, for those of you that don't know, like I said, I minister to all types of people. You know, I believe in the God of all flesh. So there's some that, while some may be educated, you know, there are some, I'm, I'm mainly called to contemporary Christians. There are some that are educated. There are some that are not educated. There are some, you know, so there's different levels of, so I, I and I know that I'm called to all, all, uh, uh, minor all, all manners of flesh so let's talk about this word pretense if you don't know what pretense let's talk about what pretense means okay so now pretense is an attempt to make something that is not the case appear true that's what a pretense is so we have the christian pretense attitude which is representative of a bad attitude in the kingdom of god and it's an attempt to make something that is not the case appear to be true and then if we go for another definition in website it says a claim especially a false or ambitious one so it's just a claim it's just a claim a christian pretense what does pretense mean it's an attempt to make something that is not the case appear true okay all right and i can hear my daddy's voice saying slow down so let's slow down come with me um pretense means an attempt to make something that is not the case appear true okay and then second is a claim especially a false or ambitious one right 
Alright, so now let's go to the good attitude. Nobody likes to talk about bad things too much, right? So let's let's bring in let let let's go to the good side, the good attitude. And this is a good attitude, an attitude that is tracking discipleship of Jesus Christ. Okay. So that would be an attitude. It's a real follower of Jesus Christ. Okay, that's what that represents, a real follower of Jesus Christ. Okay, and then number two is tracking the teachings of Jesus Christ and his gospel. It's an attitude that's tracking the teachings of Jesus Christ and his gospel. Thus, this is a good attitude. This is a attitude that's tracking this disciple discipleship, excuse me. And it's a real follower of Jesus Christ. Okay? So they tell the kids, are you tracking me when I was teaching? You know, we are you tracking me? Are you following me? Are you there with me? Are you with me? Are you are you close enough? Some people we know there's different levels. So are you are you close enough? You know, sometimes we will have the, the student repeat it. So if they look like they were disoriented, so we could know that they're close enough. You know that there some will be close enough, some will be right there. I heard everything he said, you know, and blah blah blah. So here we go. Alright. So this is what we're going to be talking about let's go one more time i'm going to slow it down bad attitude is a christian we have named it on our show my family and i we got pastors and everything we have named it a christian pretense attitude okay then we have good attitude right and that is an attitude that is tracking discipleship true discipleship of jesus christ Alright, so for we got three scriptures we're going to be using today. But for our primary scripture, one that is going to help us get this thing into perspective. I ask everyone to go with me to Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. And some of you are smart. You will say, aha, that's the scripture that she left off. Hey God said, you know what? You did not get that. You did not get get on that. So, and He gave me exactly the way that I should use it. Okay, so that His word can be known. Let's go to Isaiah fifty-eight. Um, again, this was one of the scriptures for the New Year's, the prophetic word that God had given me. All right, so let let let's go and let's read. We're gonna be reading now. We have quite a few verses, one through twelve. You know, but we're going to pick these apart and we're going to see how they apply. But it is imperative, which means it's important that I read 1 through 12. All right. And I'm going to take my time. All right. So here we go. We're starting with the first verse, Isaiah 58, and we're going to read through 12. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet. And show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast 
ye find pleasure and exact all your labors. Isaiah 58 4 Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fists of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Isaiah 58 5. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Isaiah 58 6. Is not this a fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of the wickedness or of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. Is it not the deal? Is it not to deal thy bread to hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Isaiah 58, 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning. And thine health shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rearward. Isaiah 58, 9. Then shall thy call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Where here I am. Again, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, and let's see, let me go back to that. If thou take away from thee the midst of the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. Isaiah 58:10 And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday Isaiah 58:11 And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not isaiah 58 12 and they that shall be of thee shall build the always places thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach the restorer of paths to dwell in amen bless god for the reading of his word that's isaiah 58 1 through 12 okay so now let's go back i wish i could read it again but it's so much i really can't read it again you feel free to uh, uh the, sometimes the, the the recording comes out where you can go back and go into it so if you need to go back and go into it that's that that's fine you know once we after we do the live recording that's fine so it's so much i, I don't have time to read it again but isaiah 58 1 through 10 what is isaiah 58 talking about here 
I wish I still had my niece on the line because I would ask her. But I'm asking you, audience, what is fifth Isaiah 58, 1 through 12 talking about here? It is talking. Yep, that's right. One thing it is talking about is talking about fasting. So we know it's talking about fasting for sure, for one. Again, and yes, that's something we brought up and we, we, you know, yes, with the New Year's prophetic message. Okay, so for sure, yes, it's talking about fasting. But what else is this talking about here? What else is God talking about here? Yes, he's talking about the attitude that God's people should have. That's what he's talking about here. So for one, Isaiah 58, 1 through 12, and particularly, you know, uh, we know 1 through 12 specifically, but the whole chapter is telling, is is indicative, you know, of what God's people should, should, uh, should be like in attitude. Yes, we're talking about fasting, and yes, it is talking about fasting, right? But the main point that God is driving here is what, attitude his people should be like okay so let's all right so if we break it down if we break down isaiah 58 uh 1 through 12 we have verses 1 through 5 and we will touch little points but 1 through 5 and you'll see if you're following with us you know isaiah 58 1 through 5 it's talking about the christian pretense attitude you know the bad attitude as we said is the christian pretense attitude is a pretense of christianity right and if we look if as i read and read the lower half and went into six that's why i called out what verses i was on as i went through six through ten and i read those thought that part of isaiah is talking about the attitude uh that is tracking discipleship it's tracking the teachings of jesus christ and his gospel all right so now yeah okay many will say uh this is talking about you know especially those of you that love the new testament well this is the time of the lord this is god talking to the people of israel that's when isaiah 58 was written this is written about the law so how does that pertain to us how does that relate to us which are better known as the gentiles well i will tell you i'm glad you asked now please go with me to our second scripture today romans 2 14 through 16. all right and when you get there again we're at romans 2 14 through 16 and it reads And it reads, For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. And then again, this is Paul talking to the church, the Romans. Let's go again to 15. Let's just read that. I'm going to read it again because it's very imperative. 
which show the work of the law written in their hearts these are the gentiles this is us this is referring directly to us which show the work of the law written in their hearts and their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing uh one another all right so that is how that is a in the new testament this is paul talking to the to, to the church and to Rome to the romans and he is uh uh making a point here about the law and how it applies to us so yes isaiah 58 was written in old testament law to israel well this is how it applies to us now we're in a time we are the gentiles where the law of god is supposed to be written in our heart in our mind and in our consciousness and it's bearing witness let let's i have i have um along with some of my people we have gotten together and we have created exercise to help us better see uh the point that god is driving here right all right so we so so we've got an exercise and and, and listen carefully like i said you once we're done recording live if you need to go back over and study and whatever you need to do uh listen to it again feel free you know there are links the links we put out allow for just that right all right so so here we are now we have two mothers all right we have two mothers and go with us all right and i'm just going to to give you the background all right both mothers were part of the church's three-day fast this week okay they made every effort to make their fast holy and acceptable before god in humility all right okay we have mother a and we have mother b all right so we have named them mother a and mother b uh, listen carefully because we're gonna ask you something when we get to the end of the skit now we didn't that we, we got mother a and we have mother b and we did not name mother b mother b just because she's she's a b so listen carefully listen carefully listen carefully uh, and so that you can help us rightly divide this word, right? Okay. All right. So now let's go to the background again one more time for those of you that are listening. Uh, both mothers were part of the church's three-day fast this week, okay? They made every effort to take their fast, hold, to, to make their fast, excuse me, holy and acceptable, uh, before God in humility. Now, Mother A, here's Mother A. She prayed before the Lord with her head bowed uh, and covered for every prayer during the fast. That's Mother A. Okay. Mother B uh, went so far as to weep before God, yell, and even went without doing her hair while the church fasted for the three days okay so that's mother a and mother b mother a prayed before the lord with her head bowed and covered for every prayer during the fast all right mother b went as far as to weep before god during the fast she yelled cried out to god and even went uh without doing her hair for the whole three days of the fast okay so now here we go all right 
now we this fast was held on tuesday wednesday and thursday okay for the church now this is sunday and a new convert has joined the church okay his name is henry wright uh he has joined the church he is 36 years old he's only for his profession he only does a used car salesman but he's doing pretty good financially doing this job as a used car salesman you know the mothers are instructed by the leadership to uh bring henry into the new uh the new members or new beginnings class for the church which is like the new members the new members uh, uh class for the church so they're supposed to be guiding him in and yes henry wright gave his uh life to the lord at this day on this sunday and he also uh joined the church okay so now these mothers have been put oh, uh put in place over with, by the leadership to bring him in and to guide him to through the new members and the new beginnings class which is the class of salvation as well as the class you know for the new members of the church they have instructed the mothers to guide him in all right mother a and mother b all right so when mother a gets to henry you know after church she says she greets the young man and says what a blessing to have you your life is only going to change for the better as you enter the body of christ but she secretly thinks to herself huh i hope this young man is able to keep his commitment to god and i know he is doing well and not married maybe i will introduce him to my daughter every young man needs a godly woman okay that's what mother a says i'll repeat so for those of you following with us mother a greets the young man and says what a blessing to have you your life is only going to change for the better as you enter the body of christ but she secretly thinks to herself i hope this young man is able to keep his commitment to god he's kind of young you know that's what she thinks to herself i know he is doing well financially she knows he's doing well financially it's a small knit community right um and not married so maybe i will introduce him to my daughter every young man needs a godly woman that's what mother a she this is what she has said to the man and this is what she thinks secretly now let's go to mother b mother b meets the man and she gives him the same greeting as mother a she says uh what a blessing to have you your life is only going to change for the better as you enter the body of christ right but she secretly thinks to herself this young guy is already doing well financially maybe i will discourage him so he won't be so he won't outdo my son ron who is a devout deacon and banker and excellent in the event that he gets close to god and he blesses him with even the more 
oh god what should i do let's go with mother b now i'll repeat one more time again what she says she greets him the same way mother a says him greets him she says what a blessing to have you your life is only going to change for the better as you enter the body of christ but secretly she thinks to herself this young guy is already doing well maybe i will discourage him so he won't outdo my son ron who is a devout deacon and banker and excellent in the event he gets close to god and he blesses him even the more oh god what should i do and then she asks god what should i do all right go with us so we have a scenario here we have mother a and mother b all right so if we take mother a mother a greeted the man right she greeted the man and and then she she had her own secret thoughts like we all do we all have our own secret thoughts okay and if we go this is specific follow me now this is specific to what romans 2 14 through 16 is telling us what we will be judged by in god's eye and what god is looking for in us well she says you know i don't i i don't know of this man secretly if he's going to keep his commitment now is that is that malicious is that malicious in any extent is she oppressing him in any extent uh, if 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 we look we can look at it and most mothers of the church most most mothers that are mothers they know the way this lady is looking at it she is looking at it uh mother a as a concerned elderly lady because she know what it is to be young so in that we can't find any bad attitude with mother a we can't find any pretense with her because she's looking at it she she's looking at it in a in a manner that she is 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 uh she's looking at it in a manner that she's is caring and it's love it's love it's actually love and we'll get into that i don't want to get speak too much before we wrap it up but she's looking at it but then she goes into okay she's is she coveting him because she says i know he's doing well oh maybe i'll introduce him to my daughter is she coveting the young man what kind of attitude is that no is there any uh, is there anything wrong with her wanting to introduce this young man to her her daughter more than likely not there's there's probably absolutely nothing wrong with her wanting to 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 uh introduce this young man to her daughter let's go to romans let's go back to romans and we're going to romans 2 and 15 which show the work of the law written in their hearts and in their consciousness also bearing witness and their thoughts uh the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another okay and and of course they're gonna be judged by this this is mother's a conscience is she coming from a bad place is she is she coveting is she putting a yoke is she doing any of the things that god is specifically telling his people not to do is she pointing the finger at this young man is she in any way trying to exploit this young man she is in no way trying to exploit this young man okay and it is the the thoughts her secret thoughts 
there are some of them that are excusing excusing one another they we can say okay is it accusing no is it accusing or is it excusing it's actually excusing her thoughts and i'm going to in in the end i'll let you know why i'll give you the the scripture to let you know why all right let's go to mother b all right Mother B, okay, Mother B, and, and most of you would agree with me. Some may not have even gotten the point because some people may think, oh, this is right. It's okay now. It's okay to have this attitude in the Christian church, in the Christian, you know, and I will be honest with you. I have heard more and more people that could have been new converts. They even were new converts. They will tell me they would because they, they know that. Well, I can be churchy because I grew up under the leadership. I grew up with when my dad was a, a bishop over 12 churches. So I I grew up in that. So I can be very churchy. I can be very protocol-y if I want. But then most people know that I am not that. When I go in to save lives, when I go in to do the work of the Lord to minister, I meet people right where they are just like jesus met people right where they are so uh, and this is the thing if we look at mother b this is the thing that in reality and this is it, it what i gather from from what god gave me in isaiah we look at isaiah 58 that this is something that we have to be on the lookout for self-righteousness yoking oppressive attitude you know, we are so worried about who's negative, who's mad, who says something that we don't like, that is the truth, and then we call it negative. We are, I'm just going to be honest with you, saints of God. We are so worried about that, that we can't even see that our attitude is not even in the likeness of God, of some of our secret thoughts. Let's stick to Mother B. Let's go to Mother B, all right? She's definitely yoking. She already got in her mind to discourage the young man. She already got in her mind to exploit this young man. She already got in her mind to oppress this young man. Why? Because she is worried about her son. Because she is worried about herself. Because she's worried about him doing better than her son, her family, and so forth and so on. So, and, and let's go to, if we go to Romans, if we go to Romans 2 and 16, which is a scripture that applies directly to the Gentiles, we know that Mother B is going to be judged for this. This is what Paul is saying. They're going to, this is a secret thought that she's going to be judged for this according to Jesus Christ and his gospel. So if we look at her attitude, she definitely has the wrong attitude. She has a bad attitude. Which is a Christian preacher. She says the same thing that Mother A says to the man. To the young man. When she greets him. Says the same exact thing. But already in her mind. And this is in. And let's go back to Isaiah. We go to the very beginning of Isaiah 58. And I believe it's the first or the second verse. Look there and read. I believe it's the first verse. God says you come to me. It's the second one actually. Thank you Holy Spirit. But it's the second one. She, she, got, she He says you come to me as if you god as if you're doing righteousness and this is stuff we do all the time have you ever heard uh i know the mothers used to say it because most people know that i am from a small town but but 
did I know the mother definitely said or, or what they used to call the back in the day you know they definitely used to say and they got the nerve to believe they're doing God's will and they got the nerve to believe and this is stuff this is the this is the Christian preachers attitude and it has it, it has spread it folks I, I I hate to tell you that it is one of the biggest things that the enemy is using against us as the body of Christ and to deflect Christians I mean people that God want to save their souls you know that's why God has to have he has to have secret weapons go out and get them people that don't care people that don't have no shame people that don't have a Christian pretense he has to have them go out and get them. I call them. <laughs> my sister knows what I'm talking about. If she's listening, they, they, uh, what she too is a minister. Because I call them God's secret weapon. They look so much like the devil. You know, they carry themselves like you don't know. You know, because you, you, you know, they look like there's, um, I, I joke with my sister about um, one of this is this minister of music. And I happened to come across their program one night. And um, I won't say his name most of you know him but um you know he's connected to some pretty pretty um connected people and he's a minister of music and one thing he said he said i used to go out and you i used to go out and um party and, and things of that nature he said but they always knew they 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 always they always knew that i was different because they know that they knew that those in the party you know they knew that he was a child of god they knew it they knew it they knew it and i can definitely relate you know back when i was younger and i used to work all the time hey work all the time but one thing i would do you know i was never a big dancer or anything you know i sometimes i would go out in the party but they were always knew my one of my best friend she said i gave her some vodka she started preaching she already knew that i was <laughs> i was like so i call that people that god have put on a high anointing like myself and this minister music i can definitely know that he has that he has a high anointing i call them i call them god's secret weapons because they can go right to the source they can know it and they're not ignorant in the things of the world they can know it they're not ignorant in the devices of satan they can know it they can know it quicker than someone in the church with a false christian pretense and i am i am uh back on what we're talking about i (laughs) i am letting you guys know that this is something that is prevalent in the church it's a bad attitude it's a bad attitude but it's not necessarily a bad attitude in the way that we usually think and like to refer to bad attitude but it's a bad attitude it is a christian pretense attitude that you're welcoming people in you know new converts you're you you're saying that you're out to save souls but you're so busy worried about what that person having what that person might do so again that's a bad attitude you know that she has let's go back to mother a go back to mother a with enough of bad news right let's go to the good attitude let's go to the attitude that's tracking jesus christ why is her attitude tracking jesus christ right why if one she's trying to cover the young man you know and yes she some people may say well she's looking out for her daughter that's kind of selfish well no because she's going to cover two young people if she can get them together she's doing it in the spirit of love and even her thought 
to say, I don't know if this young man is going to be able to keep his commitment. She's a mother. She's a mother. And, and, I, and you know, we probably should have added that in the skit, but it's true. You know, most of the time that women are mothers. In fact, if you're a mother in the church, you have had children. So this lady is, is, is looking, you know, she, she, she's looking that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, this man is young. She knows what it's like to be young and she doesn't know if this guy is gonna hold her and even better why she's trying to cover him oh maybe i get him with my daughter you know she's thinking her daughter is a devout woman of god you know her daughter's godly she has raised her right she can help this young man you know and and help him go to the next level help him go further so that is mother a definitely has the attitude that's tracking christ she is thinking of this young man as her son you know, and she's already planning a way to cover him. Mother B, like we said, bad news, bad attitude. It's a Christian preacher's attitude. Mother Mother A definitely has the attitude uh, that is tracking what Jesus Christ would do. What Jesus would do, you know. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, and we, we definitely know, and we can go further in the scriptures, but how do we know this? Because, again, we want to keep to our 40 minutes. Um... Uh, you know, um, and, and this is one thing, one thing I want to point out, and we're going to go to that scripture. These are some questions that I wrote down for us to look at. How humble, how humble is Mother B, right? How humble is Mother B? She did all this yelling and welling, and these are the things that God is talking about in, in Isaiah 58 to the church, what he's saying to us. Not you. This is not me saying it to you. I'm saying it to us. Because this is what God gave me. This is things we all need to work on. And all of us as Christians, and that say we are Christian, have false pretenses, okay? Uh, so, how humble is Mother B, right? She did all that yelling out to God, didn't even do her hair for three days during the church fast. But here comes a young man convert, and the first thing she looked at, oh, the, the man is doing financially a little well. I don't want him to outdo my son, so let me discourage him. Let me try to do a stumbling block. And then she went to God. She went to God like God said. When he said to the children of Israel in 58 on, in, in verse 2. When he said, and then you got a nerve to approach me. Oh God, what should I do? Is what she said. Like she doing God will. As the old mothers used to say. As it got the nerve to think she doing God will. Alright. So now this is another question. Even though Mother A is concerned. What makes... Uh, her tracking the teachings of Jesus Christ's gospel. All right, let's go on and go into our final scripture uh, for today. And again, feel free to re-listen to it. You know, after go to that link, you can go to the website, and it will provide a way for you to re-listen to it if you couldn't get everything. And there's more, but God told me to stop right here, and I and and He did it just perfect because I wasn't going to be able to get everything. And if we have to. We're going to continue talking about this um, for our next episode. We're going to finish it up because there's more that God gave me. But I know we were not going to be able to, to get it in. All right. Let's go to Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Right. Matthew 22. 37 through 40. Let, okay. And this verse, this this scripture gives us the answers. Okay. The, especially to the question. Uh, w- well, we said how humble is mother B. 
this 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 question how godlike is she is what i would even add in there how godlike is is mother b all right and then for mother a even though mother a is concerned what makes her tracking the teachings and the gospel of jesus christ well let's read matthew 22 37 through 40 jesus said unto him thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind okay this is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets all right praise god and that gives us the answer let's go over one more time what gives us the answer on who is really having a demonstrating a humble attitude and a godlike attitude and a good attitude right what gives us the answer the real christian attitude here 37 matthew 22 37 through 40 jesus said unto him thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets all right okay so praise god that gives us the answer um and those of you that says i have been using the you know i've been using christian loosely you know i just been calling myself a christian and i have not been showing the real christian attitude and i don't even have any relationship with god to to be able to show a christian attitude here's your day you know here's your day to come on in those of you that said that say that i want to be more like christ i want to be right when this world's time should be up i want to get myself right this is your day to come on in i'm going to give you a minute or two and um then we are going to uh come back and we'll be more than happy to lead you all that want to come into the body of christ and want to get to know him want to get prepared for his coming we'll be more than happy to lead you to his throne so that you too can be a member of the body of christ
Amen, amen, amen. So, if you are not in the Ark of Safety today, and, and if you would like us to lead you into uh, your fellowship and your discipleship with Jesus Christ, um, this is your perfect time. Um, those of you that want to have a better attitude, a better Christian attitude, um, I am going to walk you into the uh, discipleship of Christ. All right. So um, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, we come to you. There is no greater help we know. We come to you through your son, Jesus Christ. Jesus, come into our life. Jesus, come into my life. I admit that I am a sinner. I am asking you for full forgiveness of my sins. I am asking you to come into my life today. Change my life. Wash me clean. And make me brand new. I believe that as of this day. You are entering into my life. You are entering into my heart. And you are making all things new. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. And we are having a few small technical difficulties. But just bear with me. Just hang on. I'm going to try to get uh, one of our family members online to do our covering prayer. and we bless the lord we have our minister k with us he is going to be doing the covering prayer uh again he is a teacher in the body of christ minister k you have the floor so heavenly father we thank you we give you glory because you're good to us we worship your name because you are better than the best for your righteousness for your faithfulness father we say thank you because you have always been with us and because you will not leave us be that glorified in jesus name for your word that you have sent to us today father we say thank you be that glorified in jesus name because the bible says i sent my word and i healed your diseases and i rescue you from all your destruction for sending your word this day father we say thank you for healing us, Father, we say exalted, you have been exalted. Be that glorified in Jesus' name. For rescuing us from all our destruction, we say thank you, be that glorified in Jesus' in name. Jesus Father, Almighty God, we have come today 
before you with all our imperfections we are praying that you will be merciful upon everyone that has listened to this message father be merciful upon everyone in jesus name that concerns us, we pray that you will perfect them in Jesus' name. Father, Almighty God, we are committing every listener unto your able hand. We are praying that you will touch their hearts in times of attitude. Father, you will make better. God, we don't want to be the hearer of your word alone. Father, the grace to be the doer of your word we pray you bestow upon us father almighty god the bottom line of this message is that we want the listener to inherit the kingdom of god at the end of this word oh lord we pray that when the trumpet shall sound the word the message that we have heard today will not stand against us in jesus name Everyone that has listened to this message, we pray that they will be rapturable in Jesus' name. We give you glory, O Lord. We worship your name, O Lord. For we have prayed in the name of Jesus' name. name. In the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus we have prayed and those of you before we go we just want to give you our uh website um again if you need bibles h-t-t-p-a excuse me h-t-t-p-s impossible got tongue die uh colon backslash backslash welfare uh period captivate period uh fm if you are a male and you would like us to try and get your copy i don't know if they are um uh you know uh, sold out or what but we definitely will do every right um we got much good feedback from the ones we sent out and we thank god that he blessed your spirit with that um uh if you need a copy of those books the mail book again https uh colon backslash backslash welfare dot captivate dot fm and if you just want to write you know and and say you know anything and your questions um we we are more than happy to take them and you can also write there whatever you want to write in if you need help any kind of help you need if you need um if there's something going on uh out of the ordinary and um you want to see if we can be of some assistance to you again h T-T-P-S, uh colon backslash backslash welfare uh period captivate period fm god bless you all um until next time this is episode eight of welfare many blessings <laughs>